2: Getting awesome, you're getting awesome, we're getting awesome, yeah. That's what I said now. I'm getting awesome, you're getting awesome, we're getting awesome,
0: yeah. It is the awesome cast live from the Sorgatron Media Studios in the Beachview neighborhood of Pittsburgh, PA. We're ready to Talk Tech get Geeky here. I'm Mike at Sorgatron on Twitter, the video producer, podcaster here in the Pittsburgh area with Sorgatron Media Psychic Media Services. With me is he's the gadget guru at Big Bank International Esquire. Yeah, that's a real thing. John <laughs> Chachilla. That
1: is a real thing. How's it going tonight?
0: Doing great, doing great, sir. Good to, good good back to have in you studio. back in studio A.
1: Back in studio A.
0: And then we got a few other guests. We have a, a, a very bold representation tonight. First <laughs> first of all is Amanda Narcissi of Bold Pittsburgh joining us. Is this your first time on the main show? Have we had you, I know we've interviewed once. you before. We've once had you once four. before, way back in the day in the basement.
2: Yes. Yeah, actually. Just since the basement.
0: Yes, back in the basement days. Back that, in the basement <laughs> days. Yes. <laughs> and of course, uh graphic designer, writer with Bold Pittsburgh. Anything else you want to plug that you are doing? Oh my doing? goodness.
2: Everything. We'll, we'll we'll get into some <laughs> Blogger, more plugs writer, later, Social yes. media basically.
0: Absolutely. And Apple enthusiast is what we'll say for this show. (laughs) (laughs) And also with us is representing Bold Sports here on the Sorgatron Media Podcast and Network. It's nice to have somebody to represent real sports on this network. Thanks, Sorg. (laughs) Thanks.
3: (laughs) I, I mean, we do, you know, baseball, football, hockey, basketball, all the fun sports that you can play. But yet enjoy to sit back and watch whenever Mm -hmm. you can't play anymore. Uh, um, I I I know you do all the wrestling, so that's right. I I I have not followed wrestling for a long time,
0: and I haven't followed sports for a few years. Steve Steve Renault for you guys on audio, not seeing the uh, uh, graphic, of course. Uh, Thank you for joining us. I think you bring some sportiness to the network. I I try. Is it the Red Sox hat? Is it the Red Sox hat? (laughs) Yeah. No, it's the sweet Top Gun shirt. I am Maverick, if you didn't know that. Okay, all right. Is it, does, it, does that make your... Ho- is, it, is your co-host Goose? Uh, my co-host is Matt. We'll
3: let him figure out what he wants to be called. <laughs> That's for I'm not going to speak for him. I'll ask him tonight, later on, when we're recording Bold Sports tonight. Okay,
0: all right. Bring it around, bring it around. He's always yeah. partial to Iceman. What, you're partial to Iceman? <laughs> he was a
1: dick. He was kind of cool.
0: I mean... <laughs> this is like a this is like a facebook personality test which 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 uh, top done team member did, did you identify with so, anyways, this is the Awesome Cast where these kinds of discussions often break out. You can check out everything at AwesomeCast.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and you, video versions on the YouTube and the Facebook page. And of course, we are live here every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Facebook page, or you can just shortcut that at live.awesomecast.net. Uh, please follow us on Awesome Cast on the Twitter, as well as hit us up at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com and the Facebook group for Awesome Cast, where we talk about a lot of the stories throughout the week and we bring some of them here on the show to talk about as well thank you to our streaming partners riversedgepgh.com uh you can hear us there saturday mornings at 9 a.m as well as the the 405media.com who have been carrying us uh every weekday five days a week at 9 a.m pacific time noon eastern for you guys here in the pittsburgh area and thank you to our patreon supporters patreon.com slash uh, awesome cast, uh, Matt Weller at the Coffee Club five dollar level. He's going to get uh, us on gold, talking about this weird new AR thing from Viewfind that kind of confuses us. It's a less than awesome thing, so we didn't talk about it on the Awesome Cast. Uh, and also Michael Fedor of Mike Fedor Show on the Twitter at the Fan of the Show dollar level. You guys can support the show too, uh, dollar level and up. Uh, we have uh, uh, goodies for you guys there. You can support the show and help keep the lights on here in the studio. Literally by contributing on patreon.com/awesomecast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. Let's start with the show and tell. Uh Amanda, you you brought something, you brought something to sh- to show off. What is this this globe? What <laughs> we we were we were kind of guessing at other things that could be could have been uh earlier off air. Uh but uh <laughs> what what is that thing?
2: So if um, I am a big fan of sitting on the porch during the summertime and enjoying listening to the radio and some things like that. So we love smart houses here. So I brought my new toy, which is a Hugo. Um, it's by Philips. It's really cool. It does sync to HomeKit. Um, if you're an Apple fan, anything like that. And you can basically change the colors, sent designs to it and everything but it um and it can act as a nightlight, but it can do different scenes oh it's lighting up there i didn't
0: see it was lighting up right there
2: (laughs) yeah so different scenes different things like that it can look either sit like a fishbowl or else you can prop it up on one side to kind of like angle it Mm -hmm. um the cool thing is about it like i said you can you can control it with any device um when you're home or away um Nightlights, you can carry it with you, things like that. So I really liked it. I thought it was a great outdoor and, I don't, and sure. I don't
0: know if the colors are really coming across that great because it might be a little blown out on the camera, but it, it, it's really it's really kind of vibrant. Yeah.
1: Uh, here in person, at least,
2: and you can dim it on HomeKit and things like that. You can and mix the other apps
1: too, that right? Works it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you mix the colors too to make it almost? Any you
2: can, color. and actually, like in the Philips app, you can. It has already sets like sunset and beach and things like that that makes it glow a special way. There's
3: also a color wheel inside the app where you can rotate it to what color you want it to be, and I think it also has one that will just rotate it through all of the colors. Oh, nice! So that while we're sitting on our front porch having a few beers at the end of the night, our neighbors can wonder what kind of disco is going on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it, it's really cool. Um it, it, it's it's definitely a great buy mm-hmm. come summertime. Um or if you just need one of those like uh, like quiet lamps on your nightstand.
0: What what do these run for?
2: Um I believe 75.
0: $75. So mm-hmm. that's I mean but it's all self contained light in there. Yeah.
2: It came with a powered charging cord and, but it is cordless as mm-hmm. you can see. I don't need the cord for it to work. So is a battery. Um, it has the wireless yeah, technology uh, in it. One hundred and eighty minutes. In nice. so not too bad. Um, but the it just came with a cord and it in the box, and it's very easy to sync up to the Philips app. So I
0: could see like if you had like a, like you can have fun with that with a house party, right? Totally, like a few of those. Yes. Totally.
2: Definitely. And that's one of the things. They showed it on the box, actually, on the back of it, is it was out, like, they had three or four of them on, like, a back patio, and, like, people gathered around them, and they were all different colors. So it's something that's, like, a a, a
1: talking point mm-hmm. in, in your house. So, But
2: I kind of like it. I think it's... It's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I like the
1: idea too, where you could you could take it and use it almost as a throw light for a podcast or mm-hmm. to light up something temporarily, and then take it back to wherever else you wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very
2: it's contain It's small, like you can fit this in a backpack.
0: Yeah, because we've we've seen. Um, I know I know with work hard. There's a few of those like kind of colored LEDs that you can throw up. You know, it, it, they're more directional, so you can throw it up a wall or something, right? You know, but th- that definitely could be something that can work out. Like you'd be put on like the couch behind you guys to kind of throw a light up behind, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then we could change it. We could change the lighting per show. You know, a nice yellow you know facade for mood. everything here, and then like red for the wrestling Mayhem show, and then whatever other color schemes fit shows. Right?
3: I can totally see now. Sorg's going to be running out to the store and buying like five of these things and he's going to just start doing video podcasts with the main lights down and these lights up i'm seeing this that would that would be a lot of fun or mess with people in the bathroom Uh. there's that too i've totally met with us having a smart house and the lights we can we can turn them on and off uh, from not being at home since they're connected through the Apple TV, mm-hmm. I've totally been at work and shut the lights off in the living room on Amanda. Um, <laughs> just because, <laughs> just you the know,
1: frenzies. yeah, <laughs> the yeah.
3: one time though I did it, she didn't even realize it cause she was napping and she realized when my phone went, when her phone went off and I said, Hey babe, I'm done at work. Can you come get me? And she's like, "It's dark in here. There's no
0: lights." <laughs> <laughs> did, did, do you? Because I, I know somebody else. Was, I think they were talking about light, Hue lights on one of the podcasts that, that I think Chill and I listened to about like when the power goes out, do they all go on like full bright afterwards?
2: Yes, yes. that like is that. the only glitch about them that is kind of annoying. So mm-hmm. somebody, a friend of mine, had um, has a house, and he just did his room, and he there was literally a power failure last week in Green Tree, mm-hmm. and he woke up to his. At, 2 a.m. in the morning to his room being fully lit up
1: the the lutron (laughs) light switches do that too so if the power goes out all my lights in my basement like the wired in lights all Mm. come on it's Hmm. a weird glitch it's a weird weird glitch and i don't know if
2: they mean to do that for like emergency it feels like like an
0: emergency safety feature which sucks when you just have like i know like here in a beach we'll we'll just have like a glitch in the middle of the night yeah. Like, I'll just be like, you know, laying there and be like, hear everything, you know, all the beeps when everything, like, come back on, right? and uh it's 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 very odd
2: it's a, so. it's a weird glitch it's it's weird if they meant to do it i don't understand but on the bright it.
0: side you just have to pick up your phone and or yell at your echo to yeah
1: literally yeah. on the bright side yeah literally <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but I'm bummed.
0: oh you have a you have a second awesome thing i do we let you bring another one um <laughs> well, not, that you, not that you brought one but but uh but you you played it with an interesting game you got to demo of something I
2: did, so I couldn't decide between the Hugo, which I just got for Christmas, or um, this Beast of Balances, it's called. Um, It's a really cool, it's a family-oriented game, so you can sit around with three or four, two or three people on an iPad, or you can play by yourself or iPhone. um, Or I think it is in Google Play Store also, so you can actually do Android. It's cross. So what you can do is, is you can build... You basically are an animal and you can battle each other or go on adventures. But the cool thing is, is that you can cross pollinate or like mess with the DNA of the animal. So you can cross like a shark and a warthog and then have them battle. But the idea is, is you could, is this little like iceberg thing you start with that has like the main sensor and it's battery operated. It is not a plug, which I think was kind of cool because you can move it throughout your house. Um, And then you start to stack these animals and you can start with like the demo started with a warthog. So you start with the warthog, you scan it in front of the sensor and you put it on and then you can see it on the land. And then it added a shark and you could see the shark in the warthog and how they like interact. But then at one point you take this surfboard looking cross thing and place it on top of the Warthog and then stack the shark on top and they morph together. Hmm. And then it there was other parts too too where like your Warthog was getting thirsty so it was like give it a water element. So then you had to put like a water droplet thingy next to it and all this other stuff. It was it was really a neat game. I thought it was cool to tie technology and a game together to where it was family time, but it wasn't and screen time, but it was right, quality right. family time
0: and it feels like i mean it definitely feels like one of those old stack' em games like, like on the surface right and you know just they're adding a lot of different you know kind of depths to it on top of that with the digital
2: it was also cool because if you made a mistake or you didn't um put put the animal in front of the sensor first it literally brought a volcano which you saw it in the picture there Mm -hmm. it brought this volcano onto the screen and it says take that off there right now and the volcano (laughs) starts to like escalate and then blow up and then the game is gone like the game is lost so if you did the wrong move or you didn't follow instructions on the one part it would this volcano would start to come up and like Mm. it was really neat
0: it's a lot of fun that's cool is the same way of significance doing this? It looks like um, um, sensible objects seems to be the company, which I have never heard of before. So it's something a little bit new.
2: I did a little bit of research. This was the only game that they have out right now, mm-hmm. so I, I think it's it's it was a lot of fun. It's really it's just cool. different.
0: It's really cool. Uh, awesome, something a little bit different and physical. Um, I'm gonna go follow them on the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Steve. Oh,
3: chat I'm up. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta go. I I saved mine in my phone here, so I had to click out of watching us live on the Facebook to get here so I can pull up what we're doing. So I as you know, I like sports. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Listen to bold sports on the Silver Media Network. There is. So there's these um devices that go into your clubs. Uh, For golf. Also, you can put them in your tennis racket uh, and baseball bat. It's by Zepp Labs. Uh, um, They uh, clip into the bottom of the bat or into your clubs, also onto your batting gloves or your swing gloves for golf. Uh, And and they go to an app on your phone, and it gives you your swing speed and also the angle, your clubs, uh, ball, and uh everything else so that you can track your swing better Mm -hmm. get your swing velocity uh your um angle the clubs and also your distance and driving and so forth uh they could be used in various uh, uh things that were and it goes right yeah tracks all your matrix uh time of impact everything else there um Amanda saw these not too long ago and thought that she's like, maybe I'll get them for them. But then she forgot about them and realized that they're about a hundred bucks. So (laughs) I already play a lot of golf as it is. So, but there's also other things on here that you can put them into like your running shoes Mm -hmm. and so forth to track uh, your mileage, your speed and everything else like that. So that you're not carrying your phone or you have a bulky watch on or anything like that. Uh, I'm really not a big tech person as you all know. Uh, so this is like, well, I had to find it's a, it's something a, else. It's a nice crossover. It is, it is. And any more with sports. I mean, so, I mean, there's so much technology into sports with, with the workouts, uh, workout regiments, uh, all the different, uh, machines that are used for, for the workouts. Um, they have down to mathematical equations, for what you should be eating, what you shouldn't be eating and, Mm -hmm. uh, and all that. So there's a lot of tech going on in the sports world. uh, And it's just keep getting more, uh, back whenever I was playing all my high school sports and, um, legion balls and everything else like that, we just ate
0: steroids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: but you know, that stuff gets banned from, yeah, things. yeah,
0: yeah. Where's the app for that, right? <laughs> yeah. Where's
3: the app for that? You know, um, you know, honestly, you know, Matt and I've talked on bold sports, you know, let all the baseball players, let them all eat steroids, let them all juice. I want to see towering 700 foot home runs landing in the middle of the Allegheny you still have to be able to hit a damn curveball.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You
3: still have to be able to catch up to that 95 mile an hour 100 mile an hour fastball. But that's just my thought on it. <laughs> Not everybody feels the same. Um, the only sports I play anymore is golf, pool, darts, poker. Uh-
0: <laughs> this is interesting because um, I think you might have been there. There was a pitch session that we saw down in the strip. I think it was Cabo it was at. And there was somebody there that was they were they were looking to put a device on like you know the end of a baseball bat, and they were looking at the other I, I, I,
2: diamond sir, kinetics. I think
0: diamond kinetics. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Wow, how did you remember that? Uh, that's because, amazing.
2: Well, here's here's a fun thing. The law firm that I used to work for. Yeah the one lawyer's daughter i guess was dating the guy oh that
0: was the one that we're we're like oh hey say hi to the so-and-so because you worked with okay
2: yeah i'm pretty sure that's how that came about interesting
0: um but that was you know so there's there's definitely a few companies doing this and obviously this one pretty wide in the market because you guys you said you found this like in the store right like is is this like something that's in the apple store it it was carried
2: in the apple store yes okay for the longest time um some of the cooler things about it, it is um, able to be just clipped onto the golf club, mm-hmm. uh, golf. Uh- glove also so it's not like interfering with the actual clubs or anything like that. Because that, that, that's um, important
0: with like weight and everything, right? So, yeah. so adding kind of messes with that.
2: It was There was another brand that was doing them onto the clubs and they got a little bit weird because they gave you like 15 pieces in the box and so you had to screw them into every <laughs> single club. Right. So this oh, was a little man. bit easier to where it clipped right onto the gloves so yeah. it didn't matter which club you grabbed. Yeah. It, gave, it was right there the entire time. And same for baseball. i um, they also make a soccer ball that will actually do your trajectory and um, yeah, speed and here, soccer.
3: The, here's the soccer ball. It's an actual
2: ball that, that, that has, has the tech in inside yeah. of it. I'm
3: not sure. You, I'm sure it's not doing any justice on the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but for the for the baseball bat, <laughs> yeah, it. For the baseball bat, it clips onto the bottom of the bat here
0: um yeah and then it's yeah. just a little thing that adds on yeah there. yeah
2: it's pretty neat it, it's pretty neat i i thought it was interesting to see that type of integration
0: and actually here's for you guys on video here's a look at the ball itself it looks like um adidas is it adidas that does this is it a partnership i guess
2: I, I think at that time it was not a yeah. partnership yeah because
0: uh, adidas smart ball it, it's it's listed on amazon it looks like i'm kind of curious now so yeah. that's cool. So our sports getting a lot smarter.
1: Chilla. I'm surprised I'm surprised they don't you, we don't see more of this like in like even high school or local sports for training.
0: I think you do. I think uh, wait, wait, wait. I think you do in certain schools. In certain schools. Like, yes. I, remember okay. I, re- yeah. was, I remember when I was filming football, high school football, you'd be surprised going from certain schools to others, which ones had the big video um databasing system for plays and which ones didn't. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that alone. So so I think when you go to like I don't know Bethel Park versus uh some other neighborhood like they're going to okay uh, they're going <laughs> to you know they're like they're going to have this kind of stuff because they're farming and and developing that talent rate and being, you know, putting more into their sports programs um versus others that don't. So no, I think this is absolutely probably around for those kinds of things. Yeah, with the
3: evolution of sports and and whenever I played in high school and in in minor leagues and so forth, we played all the sports, Mm -hmm. football, baseball, hockey, soccer, everything. Now it's all special specialization. So you don't have the kids playing multiple sports anymore. So now they get that whole... Technology right to them of mm-hmm. bat swings and the programs and everything. We didn't have time for that, and it wasn't around in the late eighties and nineties and early nineties. Whenever yeah. we played, yeah. also we didn't get concussions. We just got our bell rung. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
0: you know, they didn't invent concussions yet. No, nope. Uh, <laughs> Chilla, what are you doing with these old iPads?
1: So I found this. I was looking for ideas to, um do mounts for iPads because I've seen some stuff from a couple different manufacturers and I I ran onto this on Pinterest, actually. Um, It's called the Port. With an extra O. -O -O P-O-O-R-T. Yes, that's poo. um, (laughs) Oh, the (laughs) Poo-Art. It looks like it's
0: installed in a bathroom, too.
1: Yes, I think that's actually a kitchen, but we can say it's a bathroom. Sure. Um, And HomeKit's up and running on the the device. So um, what this does is it kind of gives you an easy way to mount your ipad to the wall and the concept is also that it's portable so it's really only mounted with two screws on the back bless you. um try to get that it's, ma- it's mounted with two screws on the back so you could actually put two small screws in a bunch of different places all over the house mm-hmm. and carry this from room to room it's also meant that the plug actually goes into the the cord goes into the bottom of the iPad that's kind of masked behind the the case. Yeah, why is, it the site, right why is the site Why is
0: site not show you the entire
1: thing? So there is there is one where it, look at the um installing under installing it's under right. it's the top of the page installing and installing um if the page loads
0: installing an iPad. Yeah, so see how they work.
1: have the see how they have the screws oh. in front of the, the outlet. Okay. And then you just kind of slide. The so icon. you
0: need to like cover up an outlet more or less to use if this you thing. Want the,
1: if you want the cable hidden, mm. you definitely have to. I think there was a picture where they actually had the cable running down the wall or across the area. Across the area, um, I just like the concept where you could kind of put this on a pillar, as long as you had a. a I'm actually thinking about rewiring now, a, a plug in a specific location to have an iPad, and I feel like it's the perfect thing for those. If you have an old iPad 2 or iPad 3 or even iPad Gen 1 sitting around, mm-hmm. um, it's a perfect use case for that. Where you could kind of give either a heads-up display, you could kind of create a menuing system for for smart home type feature functionality. You could put it in the kitchen with a recipe app and a couple other things. Obviously, you have FaceTime all over your house. Mm-hmm. Um, I just except thought it was a pretty cool for that concept.
0: Eye- Except for the iPad One, so yeah. the 9.7-inch, uh, like uh, I'm looking at the the gray, charcoal gray model, uh, is going for 49.95 on Amazon. Yep, and um,
1: they have it's, it's pretty much 50 bucks for either the gray or the white, and it's mm-hmm. pretty much targeted at the 9 9.7-inch devices. Mm-hmm.
3: So I've seen this before, working in restaurants and in kitchens where we had a chef. That had all this stuff on an iPad, except he just had Velcro on the back of it and had Velcro strips played around the kitchen in different areas that he would just take it and stick it to the wall. So this This will protect it more. So whenever the Velcro wears out, it doesn't just fall and crash on the prep table, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool.
1: Uh, I I like because there's a spot like right next to our stove where I could see putting this. There's there's so many spots where I could see. Right. This
0: is a more permanent solution. So this is like this iPad goes here, nowhere else for this purpose. Boom. But but I love there's also. The yeah, just get some Velcro and you're good, right? Well, I mean, there's that, but but chill
3: it. That you have the screws that you can put places around. It doesn't have to mm, live over one. Right. mm -hmm. You you could have
1: screws in, in multiple places as long as you don't mind the screws being there when you're not. When you're not using it, the interesting thing was, is so, um, and the name is it's like OtterBox. Mm-hmm. So OtterBox came up with a really cool concept where the OtterBox actually had where this, the circle on the back where the Apple logo was, was actually a magnetic, like it had this weird indent, indentation pattern in it. And it had a magnet built into it where you could buy these surface mounts. That where you could take your iPad and it was kind of the same concept where you could take it from space, place to place. They had it where it actually went over the back of your um, headrests in your car. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of mount them anywhere. That's why I
0: kind of need the headrest one for but some the, things I'm doing. But
1: the kit was like, the starter kit for just the case and like one magnetic mount to go on like a wall was like 150 bucks. Jeez. And then you're then it was like twenty anywhere between twenty five and and fifty for each additional like different mount type kit. It was extremely expensive if you wanted to reuse an iPad all over the place, which is why I I never went in that direction. And, I feel and, like also a magnet next to your iPad that makes me feel a little weird. But I see I I see a lot of I mean the the whole close oh, of a yeah, case is magnetic now it, there's a magnet yeah, yeah, inside of it yeah. but back it, in the
2: it, older generations it didn't have a right. magnet inside of it which right. makes me a little weary with yeah. the older technology i, I get that. weird
0: you know a magnet by any technology yeah so, like, you're really knowing, about that. knowing they're not all magnetic hard drives anymore floppy drives or anything but yeah. still like it's just like mm, magnets bad you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Generally we were taught that
3: as kids in school, whenever yeah. you had computer class with the Apple IIs and the teacher said, "If you bring a magnet in this room, you will get expelled." <laughs> it was that time, like, <laughs> right? Like
1: right. The old school tube TVs. If you got a magnet next to them, that they didn't degauss right, and mm-hmm. it, you would have like this weird color ripple effect mm-hmm. across uh-huh. the TV. We do it on and... purpose
0: because it was kind of looked f- cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know? until, until you couldn't get it to go away. until until it was stuck. Yeah, <laughs> why did that? Why, who who left this magnet on top of the TV? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, mom. Um, Sorry sorry about that.
2: I feel like this is a nice um, replacement for, you know, we have all those smart houses where you walk in and there's like five iPads on each wall and you can Mm -hmm. like set your alarm code here and adjust the lighting here and the kitchen has one. And (laughs) I feel like this is the way that Anybody could have that type yes. of house.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Again, with that, the old iPads, <laughs> right? It
1: looks, it looks professional. Yeah. It, looks like yeah. A nice, it really it does. It like a nice mount.
0: We've done um, Mac locks. We've looked into that because we were trying to do something similar with one of my clients. And we couldn't find one that looked... Decent, like we got a couple of them, just like ones that were tethered, so they wouldn't walk away, right? Because there's a lot of lot of lot of public traffic through, and uh, we had one for the Mac Mini and everything, but it just looked so big and janky, right? Yes. like nothing looked decent, and I think there's there's a lot more options these days that that can kind of open that. Wonder, up.
1: Have you been to Alloy? Alloy 26? 26? 26 Yeah, not yet. They, so they have the iPads outside the conference rooms for mm-hmm. booking. Okay, mm-hmm. but to me that it looks kind of like they're kind of. Feel like they're kind of flimsy, mm-hmm. like the way they're mounted outside. And, and again,
0: I think it's that MacLocks thing, probably mm-hmm. right. And that's that's yeah. what a lot of them look like. And I was never really happy with the, the builds of any of them that we got our hands on. So, yeah. um, so this is kind of a return. We we talked a long time ago. If you go look in the the awesome chats, uh, we talked with uh, uh, someone from Four One Two Food Rescue. Um, you know, always making the news, especially on you know, things like next, next Pittsburgh and, and, and stuff in the city. Um, but uh, Leah from over there was actually at the Going Deep Summit this past weekend, which I had the opportunity to do the live streaming for along with Work Hard Pittsburgh. You can check out all those videos and presentations over in, uh just look for the Going Deep Summit over on YouTube, and you'll find all those, but I didn't know how far along that their service was going. Uh, so 412 Food Rescue is interested in, uh, taking care of food waste. Um, you know, the stuff that's thrown away at the end of the day for like restaurants and, and, uh, and and grocery stores and things like that and getting them to people people that can, you know, that, that need, need the access to food and everything. Right. Um, So, you know, a really cool thing that they've been doing, but I didn't realize how open it was to help because now they got a full on app going uh, where it it, think Uber, but for helping make these distributions happening. So you download the app, it's on the iPhone and it's on the uh, Google, uh, Google phones as well. And it'll basically notify you if there's somebody like a restaurant, like a grocery store near you that um, that that has a donation, basically. And then you get to go to that place, pick it up, take it to wherever they need you to. Again, kind of that Uber, on-demand kind of mentality, right? But you know, on a volunteer basis and everything. Well, Amanda and I saw this on the news mm-hmm. before, yep.
3: before Chris uh, – b- it was before the holidays started because they were doing with all the holiday things going on. Right. And we saw that on – and, and um, Forget who it was. It was somebody on Kitty K because that's who I watch for news. But they they went around with them and actually did the app and did pickups from uh, Giant Eagle and Bethel. They did one from a restaurant in Bridgeville and took it to uh, different food banks and uh, different churches uh, that that do their um, you know food and, and kitchens for for uh, everybody needs to utilize those, which is really awesome because. You know, there is a lot, me working in restaurants for the last twenty five years. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that goes to waste, and I, it would be awesome if more chefs and restaurants utilize this uh, to go for. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: because I think previously like they had their own kind of batch of volunteers, and and they were trying to like do their own kind of internal distribution network. But to be able to open that up to, hey, I got some time on a Sunday afternoon. Let's see what we can do. Right. Right. And and that kind of you know, kind of winds that, that out. And they've saved, you know, the figures are astonishing for how much food they've saved. That doesn't go to landfills that that gets used, that goes to people that need it. Um, so it's good to see that growing. And again, kind of, you know, really representing and doing something really cool here in Pittsburgh. So take a look at it. It's, uh 412foodrescue.org or look up 412foodrescue on uh, whichever uh, phone device you have. And speaking of food, and uh, somebody who rescues us supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizzas, our friends over at Slice on Broadway. Check them out. They're right here in Beachview. The original, we always go to the OG Slice on Broadway. All you guys got the fancy new Slice on Broadway's and East Liberty and PNC Park and Carnegie. Well, we go to the OG. I can tell you that the Slice in PNC Park is
3: different than the one in Beachview. Really? It is. It It tastes different. Does it It taste
1: different? It tastes different. In a good way. I bet you the ovens just aren't a season. Well, it, it, the one
3: <laughs> the one in Beachview is is by far the better one. Absolutely. That's like also when I go to the mini when, when I go get my hair cut at my barber in Squirrel Hill, the Minios in Squirrel Hill is by far better and tastes different than the Minios in Mount Lebanon.
0: Okay, okay. I have not. I, have, I, I keep missing I my will opportunity. I agree with you on that fact. Yeah. <laughs> the Minios in
1: Squirrel Hill definitely taste different. And the Minios and <laughs> it does, in Mount Lebanon. and it's the definitely and, and
3: the girl that works there every time I see her, uh, she's like, it's the water different city water versus
0: suburban oh, water. Oh, there you go. And we have different water this side of the river too. We do, we do. I bet so.
1: Mount Lebanon has like special bottled water pumped mm. into their pipes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
3: made a comment on a Facebook feed not too long ago that that we get smart water direct through our tap, and we have a special faucet for Pellegrino.
0: Mm anyways if you want the good old south of pittsburgh water version of your pizza made whatever that has to do with anything go to slice on broadway here at beachview slice on com. ask them about their water sources at pgh underscore slice on twitter um anyways <laughs> that was- Interesting um, but uh, <laughs> so we did have uh, some submitted things um, first of all, uh, Missy uh, uh, shared, and I finally got the watches, and I think this came out about when we did the show last week. Burger King explaining net neutrality to people is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I'm sure you guys have probably seen this like over the past like week uh, or, or so um, they 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 put a video out where um to explain net neutrality they they were delaying de- how quick you got your whopper and the explanation was that um burger king determined that it was more profitable to sell like chicken fries and chicken sandwiches or something like that so they were slowing down the access to whoppers <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like how the I did watch this today, and I like how the one guy like took off his glasses, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he looked like he was gonna jump over the counter at the kid. Like, it was so, it was very funny, but he was very like, "What? I'm mad! Like, how could you do that to my Whopper?" It was yeah. so funny. I it, was like,
0: <laughs> "It's it is a fantastic thing." This and guy it,
2: right here. He's so this like, guy, yeah, yeah, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> like,
0: he's
3: and it's so and bad. it's
0: and it's you know, so so and it's M M B uh MBPS uh um make make burbers, making burgers per second, I think it is, right? And, <laughs> and there's a guy that walks up and gets his burger. At one point he says, Here, I can give you the bag and in forty-six seconds I can give you the burger if you just want to hold the bag. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, they got reactions to them and everything. And it is, if you don't understand net neutrality, and I know I've been trying to explain it here for the past six months. um, And I don't know if I've been doing that great of a job. Uh, Burger King did. And uh and you know and you see the guy that, that bought this 26 dollar whopper <laughs> well he's priority um was, was the response uh so that was that was really really cool to see uh this past week and they also they also did another video on bullying the bullying one i didn't think came off as interesting as this one but this one was spot on and uh you know just you know when you use your one when you troll your own audience to make a point <laughs> is interesting uh makes me wonder which which burger king they're using for this one and if they ever, if they're always weary whenever they go in there the next time um also we shared this week um there is a star wars uh there's a well i'm pulling up the wrong thing over here um there is a Star uh a star wars secrets of the empire that was announced this past week and apparently it's already open because chris whitlatch uh, who's who's contributed to the show before, got to go to it this week. And he's got a review for it. He says, The voice Star Wars Secrets of Empire was far and away the best virtual reality I have ever experienced. Great story and graphics and the visor and haptic vest work great. Forgot I was in the game and fully let go into the immersive game. This is the future, he says. Um, and he's got a few photos. I think this is, these are photos from outside, I think it is, uh, for you guys that want to see uh, a little bit of what it is it, it, so yeah it's it's the first like you know virtual reality uh super immersive of course he's not getting a lot of pictures of inside but uh really cool that we got some uh, hands-on experience uh from chris uh, out there as well i think i do have a trailer in here as well i think next Web was talking about it um but it's it's the story is your um stormtroopers you're you're undercover as stormtroopers and trying to uh, break into what looks like I think this is uh, I think this is uh, uh, Darth Vader's home planet. Aren't <laughs> so, you a little
1: short first one stormtrooper?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know it has like you know the the one droid from uh, Rogue One and things like that. So it looks pretty cool. Of course, this is a nice CGI trailer of everything. You don't really get a terrible sense, I think, of, of what it is in there. Um, but it looks like a lot of fun, and it's another reason to go to Disney World uh, for sure so because i don't know if i was going for mickey but man i'll go for guardians of the galaxy (laughs) and and star wars at this point right
1: so So do you think they'll start deploying these types of things all over the place or this will be exclusive oh i
0: think eventually just like there's a 4d uh theater now in kennywood i -hmm. think this is the the kind of tech this technology is going to be everywhere Uh, uh popping up at amusement parks Over the next few years. Because that's where you're going to go to. That's where people are going to go to get that full big experience i mean this is this is the you know you used to go to the arcade to play the games that were too much for you to get on a console at home right Mm -hmm. um you know and that turned into experiences and that turned into you know other other things like interactive things that that you couldn't get on on a playstation right this is that thing because vr while becoming more accessible with our phones and things like that or our playstation vr PlayStation v- I've played a little bit of the PlayStation VR. It is nice and accessible, but it is not going to compare to a full-on haptic vest, crazy thing like this. Mm-hmm.
2: I think this is more commercial end of it because um, I know Pittsburgh the last year. Has had like little pockets of VR and different things. Like mm-hmm. right now, if you go to the aviary, they have one called Birdly, oh, I you got can to actually see that. like, yeah, yeah. I got to see somebody do it when I was there very recently. It was at the
0: airport. It was at the airport yeah. when I came yeah. through. I was so you people. lay
2: down in it, and they actually have a fan blowing on your face, mm-hmm. and you control the entire thing, and you can fly through like New York City. Or you could fly through Pittsburgh or Los Angeles. Um, Another one, Kennywood did have it where you actually could wear a helmet on the Skyrocket, and instead of you actually being in Pittsburgh on the Skyrocket, you were actually in outer space.
0: Did they deploy that yet?
2: They did deploy it last summer. It was very. They had a lot of. They had a lot of. Yeah, I heard they were having a lot of trouble
0: getting it going. Yeah. So
2: I had a lot of people say that they like liked it a lot. So I'm not sure. There was a couple other ones too that they did um VR throughout, but I think this particular one, like the video game style of it, mm-hmm. um it would have to be done on something like a, a multiple scale because like if you put this in a Dave and Busters, the line outside of it would be ridiculous. Absolutely. So what was
3: the uh, what's the VR that Kelly and Ronan have that we did
0: after That's the- like
2: an at home one like our friends bought an at home one where you had the sensors like all over what your was room. Was it
0: the vibe? HTC vibe it sounds I'm like? I'm not sure. Or Oculus. Or Oculus.
2: Because you actually had to have like the sensors across right. the room, like he had poles and everything, right? Else like right. That, that, which was weird. That sounds like the HTC. And it vibe, was very yeah. funny just watching other people do it. I have yeah. like videos of them all like walking around the room, like because
0: they have a lot of those over at looking for group over here in yeah. Bookline. So we we've, we've had a chance to play a little bit with those. Well, when we did at our friend's house, you
3: didn't get into. I, I did it. They did make did, me uh, dizzy. I can't do. There. I, I we did uh, where we rode the roller coaster. We had to <clears> sit <throat> in a chair because otherwise they said you would probably fall over if you were oh, standing yeah. up. Oh yeah, and then we did the one. Where you were in a surgery, in surgery, being a doctor, committing surgery, and you know so forth. Um, I kept breaking that one, so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely right just button.
2: think this in like some type of atmosphere like Dave and Buster's is possible, but it would be that you'd have to regulate a time slot. Mm-hmm. Like when you showed up that day, like when you walk into Dave and Buster's, when they handed you your ticket, they'd be like, What
1: time would you like to go and do the Star depends, Wars? Because they,
0: they also had those Battletech. So the Battletech pods were yeah. cool. Yeah. But they,
1: but they were regulated from a timing perspective. Yeah, yeah that's what I think you'd have to like
2: block mm. off. Like you get this for 30 minutes, mm. show up at. 6:30 to 7:30 or 6:30 to 7 and that is your time slot to play this game. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'd see they'd have to do with but this.
1: It's also interesting cuz there's the the high end boutique type experience like we're talking about. Then there's the at home experience that's not going to be the caliber. But the interesting thing I see is by using Gear VR, I see all the other people with with Oculus accounts. So obviously at some point in time, they've had VR installed and used it. And I often see people live and active. But if I say, Hey, when's the last time you watched a 3d movie on your TV at home with like the 3d glasses? Like, I don't know anyone that does that. So there's more of an uptake in this technology than in any of the 3d technology, the at home 3d type technology. Is there- which, like,
0: like, you're saying versus, like, people that have it and still use it versus people that have a 3D TV
1: Yeah, 3D TV. Like, I have a 3D TV, and I can't tell you the last yeah. time I use it. I know plenty of other people that have 3D TVs, and they don't use them. I Like, I can't even remember the last time I pulled out the it, glasses. It really
0: did feel like 3D TV was a stopgap, too. Like, well, UHD's coming in a few more years. But 3D but. TV worked. It,
1: it actually worked really well, other than you had batteries and glasses that you had to wear it was kind of awkward but Mm -hmm. i I don't know i just feel like the uptake in this is much higher than the uptake in other technologies that we've seen them try to put in in your house absolutely yep 3d movies are still people still go see those
0: you know who should have a vr booth who melville music festival should look into that Can, can we get that out to them missy can we can we can we suggest that, that there's a uh, Millvale VR, maybe a History of Millvale VR we can get going on there, you know, maybe we can get looking for group down there with a with a headset. I want to give a shout out to our friends at MillvaleMusic.org. Uh it's a big festival. They were I just saw they were just voted um or nominated as one of the best um uh, music festivals by somebody today over on their Facebook. But you can check them out. I think that you have until As of this recording Wednesday for music submissions, if you're a band that wants to be a part of this, and this was a huge thing. This took over Millville last year. It was pretty incredible. Uh, So go check it out, millvillemusic.org. They got videos up there talking about the event um, and uh, things like that. So uh, the the Pittsburgh music scene is huge, and uh, it's good to see it represented there at that event last year and seeing them coming up here on May 12th, 2018. Become a part of that, Uh, millvillemusic.org. Um, and now Brian's in my ears. So are they talking about that. Are
1: they talking about doing the pod crawl again?
0: The pod crawl. I haven't heard about the pod crawl, pod crawl yet, but uh, I enjoyed that. I, I did enjoy that. They should, that, bring that, that back. they should bring that back. We should go to that same bar, and we did two bars.
1: We, oh, oh, that was yeah. fun. You know, Amanda and I did the double L. Oh yeah, we did. We didn't do. We sat in the one bar and then we walked down to the bar. I think. Yeah, we yeah.
0: I think we attended somebody
1: else's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We
3: recorded yeah. at Double L and then we attended you guys at mm-hmm.
0: Cousins. I think it, was, it Cousins. was all the way down at the end of the street. And then, yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then sidelines it ended with the with on. Yeah. 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 That was fun. That there was, was a fun. couple other ones. I love live attended. things like that at bars. And then there's that one guy that doesn't understand what's going on and comes over and tries to talk mm-hmm. to us while we're recording
1: that was hilarious well,
0: you, on, you were at a local barn millville <laughs> i was at a local bar in millville it seems right and it's and one Duke, time at a bar in Millville. it's one time at a bar in millville i think it starts a lot of interesting stories so uh no maybe you yeah, know maybe they should come back maybe we should do it through Dormont. uh hey yeah that's a good idea. If anybody a as an inn with bars in in the south hills i would love to do a south hills pod crawl who, who has, has inns
3: with bars in south hills
0: I, I don't know i not me Definitely not me. I've I don't go to two. bars. They I've got, got two. two. They got that, two. Maybe that's um, all we need. Bus tour of I the
1: microbreweries. We could jump on that and just podcast. Jump on the bus. Oh, we could be a bus cast.
0: That'd be amazing. And you but, and you go
1: and they take. Welcome you back,
0: everybody. What would you think of Gris House? <laughs> it was amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only
0: if we call it jump on the bus. Only if we call it jump on the Wait, cast. Can we get
2: the double decker bus to do it, and then we could be really loud off the top of the oh,
0: double decker yeah. and be like.
2: Have you seen us Pittsburgh?
0: Get those windscreens <laughs> ready. We're gonna be on top of the Pittsburgh tours bus. It'll be great. Oh, these are all great. Oh uh, double duck Get double your funky bus <laughs> All right. I want to make sure we definitely touch on this. No puns intended on this one, Sheila. Um you, this this was an interesting story that I hadn't really
1: fathomed. Um so so tell me about fake porn so so we had fake news and now we and, and i'm really upset dutters isn't here so the, this one's porn one out for for dutters um, <laughs> there's there's this thing going around and i now i lost the article on the page uh, let's say she's oh, not she's this? not like gone she's just out a Penn's game
2: this <laughs> <thing>? Ar- <laughs> artificial intelligence yes. where they are yeah. so, people's yeah. faces
0: yes.
1: onto porn so so oh, yeah I read really, this this afternoon and and we covered after the last announcement coming out of Creative Cloud and Adobe's tool set, mm. they talked about how you could take video and upload it into their cloud. And if you wanted to crop people out of an entire video scene or add something into the scene, and I'm like, oh, that's a really cool idea. Like if if I'm filming something wherever and people walk in the background and I want them gone, you could get Creative Cloud and just mask them out. Mm-hmm. And it would pick up key points in the video is that out
0: yet because i want to play with that yeah i don't
1: know (laughs) but someone on reddit took that same concept and built an application that kind of put will actually let you take and and put a neural network down on your home pc Mm -hmm. and take a picture of somebody and i'm guessing you need a picture from a couple couple different angles more than likely Mm -hmm. um but take a picture of someone and then morph it into porn.
0: So so the 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 safe for work that we're going to show here on the video version this is uh, <laughs> uh apparently Jessica Alba's face swapped with a porn actress using the deep fakes app. Um and yeah that kind
1: of looks like Jessica Alba I think for the most part, right? Yeah it's definitely passable and and mm-hmm. the question that I think's being asked now is it's not really that person So, how do you like what are the legal ramifications of doing this? Wow, the legal ramifications would be huge. But they're like, I was reading last week that they there's no laws around this.
0: No, no, but there will be. There will be. I mean, there there will be the first time that it comes up an issue in court, right? Or, or Or how the
3: first time a movie drops that somebody. Morphed at home and said like you know one night in Paris and made Paris Hilton's <laughs> face all over something that
0: she never did. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's been for years the the fake porn jobs of celebrities, right? Oh yeah, with, with pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Now this just, just takes that to another level. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, I man, I don't
1: know. When I think about it too, like like you could film your own movie, not. Not porn related at all, right? <laughs> to take porn out of the equation, say you wanted to, film but you like-
0: started us with that thought. I just want to point out it's a little <laughs> hard for us to not. You told us, hey, right, oh, this done. thing could be fake
1: porn. Let's just not think about porn <laughs> for a moment. But if you, if you, if you wanted to do like your own live action video and film it all and then put like Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, mm-hmm. like you could totally. You could totally recast anything you film with any but, famous person. Well, that did. already
0: happens. That already happens. Yes. Yes. Fast and
1: right? Furious just did it when he passed right. away. Right, um, right.
0: But the, now, the, it's the, now it's a, now the text is accessible to the whole There's The 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 Winklevi the twins, it. they mm-hmm. had a secondary actor as the other twin, and then they face swapped with the actor that they wanted both of them
1: to be. Yeah. So... So, but I, I, I guess I, the difference is that's a huge studio, doing right? That. Right. And and now this is a layman is, in their basement. Yeah, this thing. is this is me on my basement in my basement with my two-year-old computer. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> what's this? What's this? Sure. Thank <laughs> you for finishing that sentence. Yes, <laughs> too, well,
3: what's the show that we watch on uh, the Deuce where James Franco plays dual roles in there? They oh have, yeah. They, they have to do that somehow because there's several scenes in that show where James Franco's standing there talking to his twin brother James Franco. You know, I mean, so,
0: and of course, and there's another sample that's in this, and this has made the rounds too, where they created a fake video of President uh, Barack Obama saying things that they took off of uh, things he said other places. Like this, the you know, this is kind of the part of that idea too, right? This
1: is where they could take this is that's the what is it face to face where they can take hmm. the voice and the picture. And that, you can take. I think you can take a picture. And map it onto someone else's face, right, right, and then alter the voice.
0: I mean, you kind of get a little bit of this. I mean, how many times have you taken a picture, downloaded it onto your PlayStation for like you know, putting it on a skater or a pro wrestler really? or your football player in Madden just or something? Wasn't there. Now, the quality's never there. <laughs> but I mean, this is you know, that is you know, point, and dropping it on like a video game console is like a chunky experience right Mm -hmm. it's not the highest end of processing or anything like that or not built for something like this but you know this is kind of the thing could be in the next version right Mm -hmm. as this kind of develops so
2: yeah because these videos end up blurry or pixelated or something else and you can't really tell it's that Mm -hmm. person
0: absolutely absolutely um other big news So I thought this was interesting. Waymo, uh, that's Google's uh, artificial uh, intelligence car play. Uh, (laughs) Got to run into Waymo employees last year uh, during some of my uh, uh, shoots uh, as well. But uh, they have ordered thousands, thousands of Chrysler vans, uh, according to a gadget here, uh, for self-driving taxi service. So they're going for it. Um, how soon these get kind of rolled out? They say they say that they're going to begin delivery in late 2018. So these guys are poised to kind of roll for it. Um, I'm guessing you're going to see this in uh, some select areas, probably in the Silicon Valley to begin with, right?
1: Not Pittsburgh.
0: No, Waymo doesn't care about Pittsburgh.